Hey there, Sarah Shaw and Lisa Escalate, the Inventress, here again with another episode of Dial for Dollars. So excited to be here. Hi, everybody. This is Lisa Askley, the Inventress, and I'm here with Sarah Shaw. And uh, I'm happy to be back on this show every week, Sarah. How are you? I'm so great. I'm so excited to talk to you today. I'm always excited to talk to you, girl. (laughs) We have fun. All right. What's on our agenda today? So let's talk about, I want to talk about... um, Apps versus websites or the mindset about apps, the mindset about websites, preparation, being prepared in, you know, presenting. We talk about presenting products and presenting our businesses. Um, But I want to talk about that. So I I was on a radio show uh, yesterday in New York, iHeartRadio, and I interviewed a couple of young uh, guys, and they were talking about, these new apps that they have started. They started a bit great, three great businesses. And um, I asked a couple of them, I said, so what's your website? And, and two of them said, well, we don't have websites. We just have, we just have apps. So I'm going to ask you your take on it. I have mine, but I just want to ask you your take on this because I'm feeling, I go, maybe I'm just getting a little old and I'm not keeping up with the times. Maybe it's like 8-track versus CD player. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Well, yeah, for me, I feel like there's certain businesses that would be app-related, right? Like yes. you don't think about necessarily going to – um, if you're going to buy music, most likely you're going to do it on the app on your phone, right? Yeah. Because you're trained to do it that way. Um, usually when I go to, Amazon, to buy something on Amazon, I go to the app on my phone instead of going to sit down at my computer. I just find that it's easier for me. But I think if you're wanting to buy and research something, you know, take a look at a website or you read about something or see a billboard or see it in a magazine, to go to their website and look at their products, especially if it's product-based, right, you might want to see yeah. it larger than you can see on your phone, um, you know, or, or be able to read about the company and have more information than you would find on an app, right? Like I, w- I yeah. probably wouldn't – if Amazon didn't have a website, for example – and here's the bottom line. Amazon does have a website. That's so right. That to me tells me that websites are still valid. If Amazon shut their website down and said, we're only using an app, then I would really start to consider, well, if they're doing it, then that's got to be the next wave, or they're going to force that to be the next wave. Or if Facebook shut down their website and you could only access it on an app, right? That's exactly so how I feel. Yeah, I, I feel the so, same way. I just, I, I, I don't, you know, I feel exactly the same way. Like how else, and maybe, and that was thinking, am I old school now? Am I old school because I, am, I'm, I, I love looking at my clients' websites. That's the first thing I ask. Do you have a website? Mm-hmm. How can I access your information? Right. Exactly. Me too. I, so I mean, I and also, Mm-hmm. Go ahead. The other thing that I find really relevant, I still use Alexa.com mm-hmm. just to look at people's ranking because you can see quickly, you know, if someone comes to you and says, hey, check out my product, 
and you're like, and you ask how things are going, and you know, if they say, oh yeah, we sell tons online and do this, then I'm very interested in the fact that they're being successful, you know, selling a lot online, because I know how difficult that is. That's a very interesting point, Sarah. That's a very interesting point. I did not know that. So you go to Alexa.com, and that gives you stats? Gives you stats and gives you ranking. Like if you go there and type in Google, they're number Mm -hmm. one, the most popular website in the world. Facebook is number two. I never put in Amazon, but my guess would be they'd probably be number three. <laughs> right. And um, so you can download um, the Alexa tool so, or the toolbar icon. So it just can be on your toolbar. So, and if you go to any website, you can just click on that little icon on your toolbar and it'll give you their stats. So it'll say, you know, if the website gets no traffic, most likely it says no data in which case you know that they're like maybe one person a year or a month is going to their site. Uh-huh. And whereas the, as the more popular you get, the lower your global ranking is and the lower your U.S. ranking. So obviously the lower your ranking, the more popular because Google's number one and Facebook's number two in global ranking and U.S. ranking. And so like for me, it was always a good way to see how much traffic I was getting besides looking at Google Analytics or something like that. But you can, um, like, I would find the more I posted blogs, right, because, or the more podcasts I posted and the more traffic I drive to my site through those channels, the Mm -hmm. more people are hitting my site, so it's making my numbers better and getting my site into more search engines. And so it shows you... um, you know, sometimes I get a client and they're like 6 million is their number. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. once we start populating their website and posting more and getting more action, right, because mm-hmm. Google doesn't go and look at static websites. So if you just put up your products and then never change your website and put up new products twice a year, Google's only going to look at your site the twice a year, you know, to, to do an index search mm-hmm. when you're adding – because they index new pages. They don't index on, based on um, popul- you know, like how often people hit your site. And so, it's, so adding new pages, that's why people say, you know, you should blog or podcast or something so that you're constantly adding new pages to your site and then driving the traffic to those new pages, and then it draws the search engines. And so it helps you get more popular in the search engines and raises your Alexa rating. And, and so I find, you know, people with 6 million as their status on Alexa get no mm-hmm. traffic. And so most sites, I, I found like with my site, when, mm-hmm. I, hover, when I was hovering around 500,000 global, that I would get about 10,000 visitors a month. So I kind of decided to use that as as a metric you know it's like mm-hmm. when you're looking for blog like let's say you want to look for blog reviews yeah. for bloggers to review your brand right. we would always look at their alexa rating and if they were over 500 or 600,000 we just didn't bother because we just figured they weren't getting enough traffic that is and if wild. you start mm-hmm. so so there's ways you know so i think websites are really relevant today mm-hmm. you know um mm-hmm. because 
there, there are people who use the Alexa tool, and if they go and see your site is, you know, 3 million, 4 million, 6 million, 11, I've seen sites that are 11 million in their rating, you know, if, if they think the way I do or mm-hmm. know anything about what the stats mean, then they're generally just like, oh, lame. <laughs> you know? Isn't and, that something? Um, so it's the opposite of what you would actually think, right? Right. Sometimes you think the bigger the number, the better. But this one, this way, it's the opposite. The lower the number, the more popular you are. That is very interesting. um, We talked about that also on the show yesterday. So that's very, that's very interesting to know. I mean, I'm, I'm clearly not a, uh, I'm not a social media strategist or, nor am I that um, privy to uh, obviously any of these things that you're talking about right now, Alexa.com, never knew it existed. Right. Ratings. Never so, so guys, if you know, they're listening, this is, this is um, incredible uh, information that you need to write down, put, put it in your journals, type it in. Yes. Um, and really take a look at your, take a look at uh, Alexa, take a look at what you're doing, right? Because exactly. how and you find free. out this you don't is brand need, new information yeah. for me. Yeah, you don't need the paid version. It's just free to, you know, mm-hmm. look at stats. And you can look at your competitors, Right, you can put your competitor sites in there and see where they stand, you know, or people you feel are taking your market share, or you know, and it'll also give you gives you some other statistics that are interesting, referring sites, similar sites, um, and there's also similarsites.com, which is another website where you can put your site in, and then it'll show you sites that Google considers to be similar, mm-hmm. um, and there's. There's a lot of tools out there, you know, if, if you want to have, if you want to use Facebook advertising, you have to have a website, right? You can't, I would think I don't, so, I'm sure. 99% sure you can't Facebook ad to an app, <laughs> right? Um, because it needs, to, you need to put the pixel, the Facebook pixel on your website in order for web, for Facebook to track the conversions and help you with retargeting. And all the big sites are still doing that, right? You go to Amazon, I would think so. mm-hmm. you know, you look at a pair of boots, and then you decide not to buy them. When you go to Facebook, you keep getting retargeted for those boots. Hey, what about these Exactly. Boots? And that's a little <laughs> right. scary. Yeah, and that's all through the Facebook <laughs> pixel. Right. You're like, right. Eh, they're following me. Well, they are. <laughs> they're following you everywhere. You know, and if you, you go, go to websites. Right, you go to websites that have have ads on them, right? Mm-hmm. A blog or different places. You're like, oh my god, the boots are there again. <laughs> yes, yeah, um, right. They're tracking, and they you, just honey. follow you all over the web until you buy it. You know, that's right. Um, for for weeks, it'll follow you. Sometimes it really freaks me out. But you know what? Isn't um, that something? That really is true. So we, we, we definitely do. I, I believe that we do still need websites, and I'm glad that you're, um, you're with me. On, I'm, I, I started thinking I was a dinosaur yesterday in these conversations. And, well, um, no, but I mean like, it, like an app like um, Uber, for example, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they have a website because I've never looked for it because you use it on your phone. So that right, it exactly. Check your GPS. So something like that, I don't even like. I say I don't even know if Uber has a website, but um, because I just got the app and set it up on my phone, I never bothered to look or Lyft or you know. So there are, I think there is a place, you know, like if it's a reservation, right? Like Open Table, I know has a website, but I don't ever go to it. 
you know, I just use OpenTable on my phone, um, and I wouldn't really think to go to their site. So if there's, you know, I think that there's a place for app-only businesses right. in this world. You know, mm -hmm. definitely we've seen, you know, Uber and Lyft are worth gazillions, right? And, and that they've made the app their business, right? The app is the basis of their business. That is the business. Whereas, mm -hmm. you know, Susie with her, you know, apron business, right, isn't yeah. going to have – nobody's going to go and say, oh, my apron app, I'm going to go buy my aprons there right now, <laughs> you know. Exactly. I think they're going to know that her business is there. She's going to have advertising. You know, she's going to advertise on Facebook. She's going to hopefully get some, you know, press. Maybe she goes on Shark Tank, you know, whatever it is, and and she – grows the brand through her website and selling to stores um, so that, you know, that people want to go to the website or they're going to buy it in a store. Exactly. I mean, that's, it, you know, I, I think it just makes sense right now. I think that maybe some of these, um, what do we call them? Gen Zers, Gen Xs, Millennials, and where did all those names come from, by the way? That's another yeah. topic. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gen Zier, Brazier, who's there? Right. I can't, Gen y, I can't even keep up. Boomer. I don't even know what they mean. Y, Z, yeah. I, don't even, I don't even get it. If they're 20, they're 19, yeah. they're 10, they're whatever, I don't know. I just know how old they are. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but, I mean, so, I mean, this is – our world is changing. I'm trying to stay hip and, you know, I'm trying yes. to stay current. So I didn't feel so current yesterday when they started talking about the apps being – you know, that's, that's what you do. You go to apps. And I was like, I, I, I'm not quite sure that that's the way to go. And they were asking me about um, not that group, but I had another client actually later on in the day who um, asked me to get him on Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. Or can you, you know, introduce me to someone who, you know, uh, can, can get me on Shark Tank and so forth because I just had the conference uh, last week and it was great. And one of the guys who um, is the um, scout for Shark Tank was there. And so everybody was excited about that. So I know that when I present a product or uh, an idea to, to the Sharks or to QVC or whatever the network is, they want to see information. They want to see a website. They want to see uh, some kind of social media. They want to see YouTube. They want to see something. You can't go in with nothing. Right. So this person said to me, I don't need anything. <laughs> All I need is to talk to them on the phone and tell them what I have. And they'll buy it, <laughs> right? I'm serious. They, this person said, "I don't need anything. I've known this product for years because I built it, and it's a great idea. And if I just get them on the phone, I'll be able to explain it." I said, right. "So you're telling me, without any proper documentation, without a website, without forget forget apps, forget about forget apps." There's no app. There's no website. There, um, there's nothing except for a conversation. Um, so mm -hmm. I said, for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and here's my – this is what caught my attention in what you said, uh -huh. is that I've had this idea for years, and I know it really uh -huh. well. Yeah. So I, my experience watching Shark Tank is that when people say, oh, yeah, I've had this – I've been working on this for 10 years – they're yeah. kind of like, uh, yeah, no thanks. Right. So you've worked yeah. on it in your mind, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. 
I love that people work on things in their minds, and I love more when, when they actually execute the idea that they've been working on in their minds and have, you know, something tangible to show for it. I mean, it's, it's, it's important. It's not just, you know, I'm busting your chops and, you, you know, you're not going to get anywhere without this. But you need to have something tangible in hand, like an app, like a website, mm-hmm. something to show, right. a sell sheet, something to show, a, a, a bio, a backstory. Um, most importantly, you, you know, a product is great. Having a tangible product, but right. having a story behind what the product is written or make a petition. Yes. So, give, me, give me something. Right. <laughs> Give me yeah, some paper. Right. Yeah, any yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think what also, you know, just on the Shark Tank tangent is that um they like investors and people looking want to know that you're serious about your business, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's yeah. not a direct app like Lyft or Uber, right? Um or Open Table that people use directly on their phone needs mm-hmm. location you know what i mean like location yeah. gps driven right and um is that i think a website shows you're serious about your business right that you were willing to put at least that much effort into it you know for and that it's a place for people to come it's like your storefront right i yeah. call your homepage your website your storefront mm-hmm. to me that's mm-hmm. your store window right every boutique or department store or whatever has a store window that they decorate, right? At Christmas, they're all fighting for the best window. That's right. You know? That's right. And so, and that window means something, you know? Mm-hmm. If if at Christmas time, every department store just hung a black curtain in their window, I am sure their sales would go down. So, <laughs> I mean, call me kooky, but I think it would, right? And, you know... Right? I mean, yeah, the, it's the fun better to go the to window, big cities. The, yeah. the better the window, the better the sales, right? Like the you better go, the sales, go, for sure. Yeah, you go to New York and to look at the store windows, right? To walk by Saks or, you know, Bergdorf's or whatever and look at their store windows is a treat, you know? Especially Saks. I mean, they have amazing windows. Um, yes, they do. You know, anthropology stores have amazing windows, you know, at Christmas. And, and those, it makes you want to walk you know, in. It makes, it makes you, you want to walk like, in. Right. It feels special, right, and inviting and, ooh, look at that, ooh, you know. <laughs> and so it's um, when I was a kid, we used to go into San Francisco at Christmas to look at the store mm-hmm. windows, you know, Macy's, Neiman's, Saks. Yeah. I mean, they all had amazing store windows. And it was a special treat as a kid. Like, to me, that was, it was magical, right? And it was enticing. And, and it was enticing. enticing. Totally. You wanted to go and buy every single thing you saw. So, mm-hmm. so that's what, you know, I think your website, the homepage needs to evoke that same feeling of, hey, come on in. Yeah. And so if you don't have a website, I think you're losing out on, a, on that level of attraction. I agree. I agree. And, and you know, yeah. so even presenting to, or when, I mean, we talk about Shark Tank, but there's plenty of other, other investors. When you're presenting something to an investor, they do want to know how much you've invested in your product. Or, you know, totally. and I, I, I say this to, to so many of my clients, you know, you may not have the money to manufacture, uh, but get it as tight, get it together as, as well as you can. 
in terms of putting the one page together, showcasing everything yeah. on that, like you said, that store window, uh, put, yep. getting a T-shirt, putting things on your website to make it look like you're in business because at least you're mm-hmm. going to grab their attention. What's going to exactly. make you walk through those doors? And, you right. know, just talking about it is honestly, it's, you know, people want to see it. So even if you get on, you know, you develop a YouTube channel, you're just talking about this thing, but you're not showing anything. All right, so you've talked about it. They're going to get bored after a while and say, okay, so what's this product? What is it? Maybe you'll drive a mm-hmm. little bit of tra- traffic because you're, you're enticing them, but you're enticing them with what? What have you done? YouTube is free. Right. Right. What have you done? What have you built? And even if you didn't build something, you've built up their imagination by creating this incredible website and these tools, exactly. these um, uh, sell sheets um, or whatever it is to draw them in. You've got you've to bring them in somehow. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, oh, all totally. for, I'm all for website, Sarah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I mean, and the same thing goes for your social sites, right? You know, yeah. playing off of that. If you're mm-hmm. if you don't if you only post once a month on your social site, you know people people like to look for social proof that you're in business. You know, like there's nothing worse for me if I see something in a magazine. I'm like, ooh, gotta have it. You go to the website, you can't find the item. Oh, then dear. you go to their Facebook page and look at their shop button if they're smart enough to have one there with the product mm-hmm. listed. It's not there either. Then you see that they haven't posted on social media, like either Facebook or Instagram or something, for a month. And you're like, wow, maybe they're not in business anymore. That's the yeah. first thing I think. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, and, and so it's, you know, people are like, I don't know what to post. You know, how do I know? You know, and it's like, well, make your social media a destination spot. It doesn't have to be about, you're selling your products all the time, right? You have mm-hmm. to showcase about your business, about maybe yeah. it's, you know, the process to make your product or maybe you went to go visit the factory or it's a picture of you shipping boxes or, you know, if you sell candles, maybe you talk about some of the fragrances that you use and what their special properties are. Just something so that people know that you're still in business. I mean, there's what, like, I don't know, 80 million websites or something crazy. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of noise out there and you have to stand out, you know, and not everybody can afford Facebook ads, you know, even though you can probably do them for $10 a day, but some people mm-hmm. can't afford $300 a month for Facebook ads. But if right. you can, it's a really good use of your money if you understand the Facebook algorithms and how that works, which I'm in the process of learning and want to pull my hair out, <laughs> but it's always making sense. And I'm like, wow. That's why we have YouTube. That's yeah, why exactly. we have YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and so it's a, it's a really interesting process. And when you really understand it, you can see how powerful it is and obviously yeah. why every single big gigantic company in the world is using it and retargeting you. Like we talked about, right. Seeing the boost everywhere. Yeah. And, and so, and that doesn't necessarily take a ton of money if you do it, if you understand it and can do it wisely because then you can scale, right? You start at $10 a day and you're like, wow, this is working. You know, then you're making money and you go to $20 a day. And then, you know, you just have to watch your metrics and make sure you're making money every day and not losing money. So you That's can't right. just go, oh, yeah, I'm going to run my ads and look at it in a month, right? You have to look no. at it every day. But, but, and and you, you know, have and to I see if that, it's working. You have to see if the exactly. ROI. You have to see if it's wor- right. what's working for you. Reevaluate, right. reassess. 
if you're exactly. if you're paying ten dollars a day for something and it's not working at the end of the week or at the end of the month, uh, you do have to reassess. You can't look at totally. you know your investment, you know, at the end of three months and say, okay, well it didn't work. Well, reassess what you've done. Reassess what you've put out. Right. And because yes. the reason you're doing it is because you want to. You want to build traffic. You want a client base, and exactly. you want a return on your investment. Totally. And and I think all of those things, you know, like I think a lot of people don't realize how important all these aspects are, right? You know, there's like I, I like to look at business as a pie and I'm very simplistic and how I look at things. Mm-hmm. And so because I don't think it needs to be complicated. It and, doesn't. you know, you've got a slice that's your online shoppers, a slice that's your social media, a slice that's maybe your blog or your podcast, a slice that's um, uh, your store, your online sales, right, and a slice that's your store sales. And maybe you do shopping television too or, you know, however your business divides up into what your income streams are but also your marketing streams. And yeah. all those things, all those things have to be going in order for your business to really succeed. And sure, you can slack off on a, you know, maybe you didn't send out three emails, you know, in this month, but, you know, people who are, who don't continually keep up their marketing, uh, emailing your online shoppers at least minimum once a week, right? Because, you know, if they want, if they need an apron, right, and Susie's apron hasn't emailed them in two months, they're going to mm-hmm. go somewhere else and buy it. That's right. They don't remember she exists. You know, I mean, if it's your favorite brand and you're like, oh, you know, I buy everything at this company, then you're going to go to that company to buy something else. But at the same time, if they forgot to email you or went to spam or whatever, and then, you know, Joe Schmo emails you and you're like, wow, that shirt's even cuter than the one I've been buying, you know, then you're going to buy that one. And so it's all, you know, it's a game to see. I look at it as a game because otherwise I love the way you put this, Sarah. I, I love I love how you simplified it because it can it can be overwhelming. So you talk oh, about God. online, you talk about podcasts, retail, your online store. So it can be overwhelming, but when you put it, uh, you framed it out like it's a pie, and all of these different yes. parts. You know, sometimes we can't do necessarily all of it at the same time. We would like that if we have a team, we could probably do that, but we don't all necessarily start out with a team. So if you take exactly. different portions and focus in on each portion, and before yep. you know it, you have a full pie. And you've got all exactly. of these pieces, and then it's rolling. Yep. It's rolling. Totally. So you really don't have yeah. to overwhelm yourself. You really don't. And then once you get it rolling, you get your team and make sure all of those things are kept up. Uh, exactly. Because when you're in and business, And the team doesn't have to do. be expensive. Right. It, I mean, and it doesn't. I say it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I it mean, you don't have, have to, to say – yeah, you don't have to hire a full-time person. You can mm-hmm. get jobbers to do things, and, you know, virtual assistants are really inexpensive and because they don't have any overhead, right? And then you're not paying, um, you know, you don't have to get workman's comp, which is really expensive, especially mm-hmm. if you have a product company, and, you know, and all these things that can really add up and, you know, payroll taxes and an accountant to manage all that for you. I mean, those I think when people start bringing on all of that stuff, it gets so expensive. I mean, I, I did that with my handbag company because I just couldn't – I didn't know how to manage the growth. And, you know, I, it was a, extremely expensive 
you know. And, I mean, workman's comp alone can take a bite out of your, yeah. you know, bank account. And oh, but having all of, But having, you know, contract labor, people who, you know, come in, get their assignment, go home, or you or just work from home and you telecommunicate with them, or people that work outside the country, you know, if you have employees that do menial tasks, right, you know, you can have people who build store lists for you. Well, you don't have to pay somebody here to do that. Pay someone here to make the sales calls for you. It's a mindset. You know, so you have to – yeah, right. You it's all a mindset, Yeah, yes, of course. Exactly. And be strategic it's, about mm-hmm. who does what, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, I have, I have – I've had clients recently who are, you know, really interested in promoting and helping moms, like stay-at-home moms. Um, or moms with little kids who go to school half day maybe or something and giving them jobs. And I'm all for that, right? I think that's awesome. But have them do the things that only somebody here who speaks perfect English and has a phone could do for you, right? They don't Mm -hmm. don't have to pay them to do kind of menial labor, like build a store list or do some Google research or find podcasts you want to be interviewed on or bloggers who can, you know, maybe review your product outsource those things to people who are good at that and yeah. can do it quickly or, you know, 7 to $12 an hour overseas and you're not paying any taxes on it because you're sending the money overseas. And it just, if there's lots of little ways like that to save money and move your business forward in our, mm-hmm. in our modern world, right? I, and, we're here. Yeah. And, and then, you know, then it would leave you more money to build your website or redo your website or, you know, things that, you really need to spend money on where the money's valuable, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's, you can see the value of money. You know, it's kind of like, you know, when you replace your plumbing, you know, or a pipe is broken or something and you're like, wow, okay, well, great. I can use my sink, but you don't get to enjoy the beauty of it, right? Cause it's underground <laughs> or behind your, you know what I mean? You don't see it, but yeah. you get the result of it. Well, it's kind of the same thing, right? You want to spend <laughs> That's money. That's a great on- analogy <laughs> I, I like that you you're full see. of analogies today. Like, <laughs> you're full of great analogies. That was a yeah. good one. It really is. <laughs> but you see the results. You see the results. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, the, be- the benefits of the money that you, the, the money that you put in. Exactly. Where, where it like counts, I like to where it see. Right. Like it's much more fun to go buy a new shirt with the $100 uh-huh. than it is to pay a plumber to come plunge your <laughs> toilet. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean, or whatever. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's, let's just be real, right? We've all called plumbers for various things. My sink won't drain. My whatever, right? And you're like, well, I'm happy that it's draining now, but I don't see anything pretty. I'm not wearing something. I'll have new earrings, you know. Right. And and so I I like to look at the things I spend my money on personally. That's just you know, and it's more fun, at least I should say. It is and, a lot more fun. Taking yeah, it out, and touching it, feeling it. You know, yeah, the drain yeah. is is draining out now. But with my with my fuchsia top, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I just spent two hundred dollars on a plumber. I could right. have gotten exactly. You're like, wow, I could have had two blouses for that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my or, gosh. Yeah. Or a night in an Airbnb somewhere fun or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, with a fireplace um, and a hot tub. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and we can look that up on, we can Google that to find out where those places are because they have exactly, websites. Exactly, because they have websites. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so, so hold so on to I your websites, you. everybody. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hold and on spend to money your on them. Do you know what I mean? Like make yeah. sure that they're optimized and that people can, you know, look at them on their phone because a lot of people are looking at stuff on their phone. You know, if they get an email from you, you want to make sure – it looks good on a phone. Send it to yourself. Check it out on your phone. Look at your website on your phone. Um, you know, because some people are like, oh, well, I have a new website. It should be optimized for my phone. But sometimes it's not or you don't like the layout because mm -hmm. if you look at your website on your computer and then look at it at the same time on your phone, it's extremely mm -hmm. different. Yes, indeed. I found that out the hard way. Found it yeah. out the hard way. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because your phone is tiny and your computer screen is at least 13 inches, most yeah. likely. could be 11. Mm -hmm. but, um, and, and so it's a very different look. And you want to be sure that you like it. You may decide to rework your homepage of your site because you don't like the way it looks on your phone or you think it's difficult to navigate or, you know. Um, and I'm gonna, I need to add one thing because this has really been bugging me. Yes, please. In a lot of is that on your website, everybody, you have to have an about you with your name in it. Because otherwise, people who are reading about you, when it just says she or he, yes. you know, did this or did that, they're like, well, who the heck are you? And exactly. Then and then they go to your Facebook page, because I have seen many websites recently where it's just about he or she you know, mm -hmm. or just Susie. Well, put your whole name there so that put people could name. Google you or find you or at least address you when they email you, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. And it's just yeah. amazing to me how many people in their about, they bother to have an about section, like about us or about me or about the company or whatever, but they don't put their name in it. You know what? And it's honestly, I think people just are unaware and that's why yes. we have podcasts like this, Sarah, because exactly. people are unaware. I, I will bring this to the attention of, of so many of um, my clients who I'll take a look at their, the body of their emails, and in the bottom there's no signature, there's no website. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, and many times, the email address doesn't even necessarily, it has, doesn't have their name in it and it doesn't have their company, it's somebody else's because they're using somebody else's. So it's all of these things that when you're marketing your business um, matter. If, you're, if you want to be like undercover and witness protection, different story, go ahead and do that. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or what about when their email is susiesaprons at gmail.com? Mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. they're too cheap to pay for the email that's Susie at Susie'sAprons.com. At Susie'sAprons.com. Or they, or they right. don't know. Or they don't exactly. realize it. Or they don't. Right. Because, I mean, again, this is why we are here, to give you yeah. guys information. You can reach out to both of us at any time, and we're happy to give you insight um, to running your business, to selling merchandise, to, like, Sarah – getting your products in front of, you know, celebrities the right way. And, mm -hmm. and that's, another, that's mm -hmm. another topic, the right way and the wrong way. That's another conversation exactly. we have. Because there's, there is a right way, a wrong way, and an in-between way. Um, yes. And, <laughs> and we need to talk about that also. Um, but you can definitely reach out, you know, Sarah. You, you give your email, website, and I'll give mine. 
How yeah, can they so find? you can find me, yeah, sarahshawconsulting.com, and you can feel free. To, there's a tab right there on the homepage, big and bold. You can book a 45-minute strategy session if you want. It's totally free. And you can also email me at sarah at sarahshawconsulting.com, and you can find me on social media at Sarah at Sarah Shaw Consulting everywhere. Yes, you can. And when you do reach out to Sarah, it's going to be such a blessing to be able to speak with her. You hear her voice here, right? You just wait till you get her one-on-one. She's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you are. And for me, it's Lisa at inventingatoz.com. Uh, that's my email. My website is inventingatoz.com. And you can reach out, go to my uh, website and go to My Cognito Forms where you can fill out a form if you want a consultation. Love to consult with you and teach you how to develop your products from concept to fruition the right way. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> Girl, the right uh, way is the only way. <laughs> the right way is the only way. And nothing is silly. Nothing is, you know, you know we talk about different things that, you know, people shouldn't, shouldn't be doing. But if you don't know it, um, we're here to mentor you through it and teach you how to do it. And um, yeah, we love doing this and we love helping you guys. So please continue to listen. And thank you for listening to our show. And um, I can't wait to see you and hear from you the next time, Sarah. Love talking with yeah, you. Yeah, we'll catch you on the next one. All right. Sounds good. Have a great day. You do the same. Bye-bye.